The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about being your best in difficult circumstances. Usually, we don't think of divorce as an opportunity to bring your A-game to the table, but it can happen. Today, my guest, Cheryl Nielsen, will show us how. Let me tell you a little bit about Cheryl. She is a certified divorce coach and author of the book entitled Meritage Divorce that she describes as a divorce guide for the wine lover. She also shares a big pour of her personal journey. Cheryl says, life is too short to drink bad wine. Sometimes you have to know when to spit it out and dump the bottle. And she also believes that divorce can be an opportunity of a lifetime to realign with your authentic self and a catalyst for personal growth and self-discovery. Cheryl will teach us about resources we don't often think of to help with taking good care of ourselves. When Cheryl is not coaching, she also consults as a forensic real estate divorce specialist, creating housing transition plans for divorcing spouses. In this role, she provides a clear picture of the options for the family home and the consequences of each option so decisions can be made with the most clarity. Welcome, Cheryl. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Linda. Wow, I think that says quite a bit there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it makes you very busy, I would imagine. Um, You know, can you give us a a little bit of an idea of, um, of what your background is and how you got started in this work? Because quite frankly, you know, I have to confess I'm a little ignorant of, of this whole process because naturally in my work I deal with lots of people who are going through or have gone through a divorce and I have not worked with people who um, have worked with a certified divorce coach. So can you enlighten me yes, with that, please? I would love to. Thank you. Well, a lot of my journey has been a result of my divorce journey in that, you know, I went through divorce and I didn't speak divorce either. I don't think you really speak the language of divorce until you're there because it's mm-hmm. a whole new language. It's new professionals. It's new terminology. Um, everything is, is just coming at you at once and you have to learn so many different things. But that And that can said, be a little overwhelming, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're just thrown into the thrux of just a whole new environment and trying to resource your needs and and so forth and so on. And so it's kind of the hard knocks if you're not 
prepared. You know, if mm-hmm. if you go into it prepared and you have the right team behind you, you can really hunker down and do a fabulous job through this. But if you, you don't get resourced properly or understand what's available to you, it can be very challenging and very, very stressful. I mean, it's already stressful. But yeah. for me, um, going through divorce... Um, taught me a lot of things, but it actually, I, I did make a lot of mistakes in my own divorce. I thought I had all the right professionals behind me, and coming in, out of a marriage with a financial planner as my spouse, mm-hmm. I was used to, you know, ha- being involved with the finances, and so that mm-hmm. wasn't new to me, and I was in real estate, and I thought I knew everything I needed to know there, but um, being a professional and wearing a cap uh, creates an emotional blinder, and I, I did go through some hard knocks, and I learned some very good lessons about um, getting resourced properly, and so when divorce was over, I said, you know what, I really want to share the wisdom of my experience, because I, I can actually prevent someone from making a mistake that could be so costly, it could stay with you for many, many years, and so I just, I just hunkered down. I, I wrote a book, and um, I wanted it to be more of a coaching, have a coach theme behind it, offering exercises. So mm-hmm. I went to school, and I got certified as a divorce coach, and I blended the coaching exercise throughout my personal journey so that I could I could the reader I could take the reader through my journey but then I could also offer them some tools some practical applications to to help them do the best that they can do in their situation. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it just kind of blended together from there and then from there I could use it as a workshop um for empowerment and getting prepared for divorce and choosing those professionals and identifying who they are, and then um, what I call the nurturing plan, which I'd like to share more of. And so that became the practical application behind the book. And I'm just, I'm just thrilled about making a difference. I'm passionate about making a difference in the lives of those affected by divorce, but I really believe that it is a time, you know, think of a divorce as a refinement process you know, to deliver an even better version of yourself on the other side of the journey. How cool would that that be, right? (laughs) That would be really great. And that certainly would be something that we would all aspire to because most people don't have the experience of of knowing how to look forward to that as they enter into the process. And as you say, oftentimes it's an alien world. You know, you're Mm -hmm. surrounded by people that speak a different language and maybe have different orientation or different goals than you're used to working with. And it's hard to get your footing in that. It is. And you go through that uh, period of time where you're letting go of what's familiar to you. You're stepping into a place of the unknown, which really hasn't been identified yet. So there's this whole transition of how your old life is, is going away and you're trying to birth a new life but then you have to transition out of your old life and you have to settle your affairs and and lock everything down so you can get to that part where you're starting to dream about the life that you want to have. So mm-hmm. the, the better you can do for yourself um, to care for yourself through the process, the better your decision-making powers will be and the more clarity you will have and, frankly, the less run down and hopefully the less baggage that you'll take with you moving forward. 
Right. You know, I, I'm kind of known for saying stress makes you stupid. And, you know, yeah. um, people are usually pretty stressed in the divorce process, especially if they have to consider the needs of their children. And, you know, they're worried about the whole situation. They're worried about themselves. They're worried about their kids. So I think having a, a comprehensive plan to address everyone's needs certainly reduces all of that. Absolutely. And, you know, we as women are oftentimes doing more for others than what we do for ourselves. But I like to use the airplane analogy. You know, if the oxygen mask comes down, what do they tell you? They put say your mask you, on first, yes. Yes, put your mask mm-hmm. on first. So if you're going, you have to care for yourself first and foremost and put yourself first on your to-do list so you have the capacity and the energy to keep up with the mm-hmm. new daunting task and to, and to keep up with the care for the kids. But if you're running behind and you're running ragged, how are you going to show up and be there for the ones that you love? Exactly. So it's not being selfish. You know, a lot of people think of it as being selfish, but it's not. It's, no, it's, putting it's, your mask on first is not selfish. <laughs> and no, I think, no. <laughs> you know, I, I knew, use that analogy all the time in, in my work as well. And okay. I, I think yeah. that's just really important for people to know that's what they're doing. They're not considering their needs instead of other people's needs. They're taking care of themselves so they can take better care of the people they love. Exactly. So important. And once you have that shift, it, it, maybe it makes it okay, right? You right. Can, Right. You can fall in. So who can benefit from divorce coaching? I mean, I think, you know, most people know they need legal advice and legal expertise as they move into to that process. And and so who who are the ideal candidates, if you will, for divorce coaching? Yeah, divorce coaching has really gotten kind of big in the last few years, and I think what's behind it is a divorce coach is someone who knows, you know, speaks divorce. Um, They know the professionals that are out there to handle the unique, excuse me, the unique needs and circumstances of the client. And so if you retain a divorce coach and you discuss your situation with them, you say, you know, I own a home, I've got a business, this is my particular, you know, facts, and here's how I'm feeling, and, and I need to get proper support for this and this. And so the divorce coach says, hey, you should really try, uh, you know, reaching out to this type of professional. I think they'd be a perfect fit for you. Or maybe it's time to add a therapist to your team of professionals. If, this, mm-hmm. if you're feeling depressed and you can't seem to, to pull yourself out, um, you know, it's just resourcing their needs, understanding the needs of the client, and, and allocating and educating them on the process. You might even actually prepare them, uh, such as getting their financial paperwork in order, um, getting organized for the process. I like to help them set up their nurturing plan is another mm-hmm. exercise. So you think that the attorney that you may retain would resource all of your needs. But when people need to keep in mind that an attorney's job is the legal business of divorce. So if you go into the attorney and you say, you start venting about all these other areas of your life that you need assistance or support, I mean, you're going to pay 400 and something dollars probably per hour, Mm -hmm. and you may not even get the right information that you're looking for because they're really not the right person. Right, so, right. And so you must have an extensive network of resources available. 
Yes, I'm always reaching out to new people, learning about what people do, adding more resources, because we're considered to have the biggest Rolodex, not to date myself, but, um, (laughs) you know, we have to have the most resources, and we have to have trusted professionals, so um, it's really key that I establish close relationships with other people and know what they're about, feel comfortable making that referral, Um, but there's, there's a lot of... Uh, divorce professionals that are popping up on the horizons that are becoming very um, unique and specific. So divorce is getting, divorce isn't going away with the statistics. I mean, we're talking 70% right now. So I would imagine that divorce professionals and new types of divorce professionals are going to be coming on the horizon, you know. And I think we're we're headed towards a little bit of a shift in the way people people start to think about divorce, having a more um, alternative dispute mindset with it, um, pulling back from the litigious mindset, mm-hmm. and people are hungry for a more peaceful resolution to divorce. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope to be be part of that. Be part of that. Yeah, that that's exciting news, really. I mean, I I, I know that. A lot of people would like mediation or they would like, as you say, a more peaceful resolution, but they don't know how to get it and they don't know who can help them. Yeah, sometimes they don't even know it exists. And, um, you know, hopefully they're being proactive and maybe they're doing some Google searches. And, you know, sometimes you just go and talk to somebody you know that went through a divorce and you say, okay, they went through it so they know what to do. But that's like the last thing you should do because they may have not known about these resources and you don't want to get get involved with getting advice from somebody else. You want to you want to have all the answers that are appropriate for you. Right now, let's say um, if someone comes to you, do both partners in the divorce have to agree to the process, or can one person be on a different page, as so often happens? Yeah, um, you know, the thing about um, retaining an attorney when you first start the process is if one of the spouses has a litigious um, frame of mind um, and they retain an attorney, that means mm-hmm. everybody has to lawyer up, you know, and that's, right. that's the tone. You know, we're going we're gonna to probably litigate or at least we're going to be working with attorneys that do litigate or if they seek out the services of a mediator and they can get the other spouse on board, then that mediator is a neutral for both parties. When it comes to divorce coaching, we typically just work with one of the spouses because we we can be an advocate just for that one person, Um, whereas, you know, in mediation they have to be neutral, and Mm -hmm. some of these financial professionals have to be neutral to both parties as well. But it's nice to feel like you have somebody on your team, right, somebody's backing you and supporting you just for you, like your therapist. Um, I think a therapist is is an absolute must if you're dealing with the emotions and grief or getting into depression. I mean, coaches don't deal anything with mental health issues. Right. So coaching is just moving But I like what you said about an advocacy. Yes. You know, that, that... whether I mean, obviously, you your therapist is your advocate, but not in this yeah. arena. Correct. And so, as you go into a relationship with a divorce coach, you, you know they're really on your side, no matter what your spouse is doing or not doing. Exactly, and they can help explain things. If your attorney has given you a to do, and you know how sometimes they can just give you bare instructions. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, divorce coach speaks the language, hopefully, and can assist you and help you understand the process. Or if you do need to get ready to go to court, maybe um, I'm not versed on 
litigation matters, but I, I know divorce coaches that actually specialize in litigation support, and they'll actually explain to the client what the proceeding is and what will happen in the courtroom. And so you can imagine how intimidating it is to, to go to court and have to, you know, tell right. your story. And just to get mentally in that place and prepared, I mean, it just optimizes. It really pays for itself. The money that you spend on, like, the coach can save a lot of money in, like, the fallout, you know. Right. Of, and of also just well. the cost of, of other professionals might escalate without the proper advice. So exactly. we are getting ready to take a short break, and we'll be right back with my guest, Cheryl Nielsen, today. And as we go to break, we're going to listen to a bit of uh, practical advice from Paul Simon, who tells us that really that there are 50 ways to leave your lover. <laughs> the problem is all inside your head, she said to me. Answer is easy if you take it logically. I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day. Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. Today we are talking with divorce coach and expert Cheryl Nielsen, and she's telling us about divorce coaching and really 
how to have an advocate on your side and how to take the best possible care of yourself through this difficult process. And, you know, Cheryl, we were talking about, um, you know, once people find you and resources that you might have, um, you know, you mentioned having the right team with you. So can you give me some idea of what kinds of professionals and what that might mean? Because I know a couple of things that, that you've mentioned I was not aware of before. Yes. Yes, it goes back to that point I made earlier that you really don't speak divorce until you're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you really don't know all these um, specialized uh, professionals that you can add to your team that are really specific to um, unique needs. So with that in mind, uh, if you're working with a divorce coach, um, certainly they'll they'll let you know who some of these people are. Hopefully, if you're working with an attorney, um, they would resource you appropriately. Some attorneys like to do some of their own work, um, financial work, and things of that nature, and I just caution people to maybe um, exercise their option to have it reviewed by another professional. And when you're in mediation, um, you know, a mediation is is where two people can agree on anything they'd like to agree upon. It doesn't have to fit the 50-50 community property, you know, guidelines and things of that nature. And so these divorce professionals, um, you know, could come into play. And even in mediation, if you think you have an idea of what you think a fair settlement is, I still really recommend using them just so you can know what you don't know. There's so much you're not mm-hmm. even aware of to even know what you don't know. So with that right. in mind... I think that's really important because you don't know what you don't know. And and there's a lot of information that varies according to state, correct? Oh, so, definitely. You know, Absolutely. what might be the law in California, perhaps in Arizona, not so much. So people really need to, to have a, a trusted resource to educate themselves. Yeah, imagine if they were calling a friend or somebody they knew in another state asking them about their divorce and the same rules don't even apply. That would be right. That wouldn't be good. Okay, so um, a couple of uh, really great resources. The first one I'll tell you about is Certified Divorce Financial Analyst. That that has a lot of words to it, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> so um, their role is, is to help um, you and your attorney understand how the financial decisions made today will impact your financial future. So they don't just look at like a fair and equitable settlement today. Hey, it looks like the community property is split up 50-50. They take it out years down the road to see the long-term effects of that decision mm-hmm. because there might be monies being pulled out of like pension plans or IRAs and there's taxable consequences. There may be um, support, alimony, and child support that drops off in two or three years. And if you're making financial decisions based on today and you're not mindful that your financial situation is going to change in the future and you may have to adjust your lifestyle or maybe the family home isn't appropriate for you in three years because you truly can't afford it, this is the person that can tell you what it's going to look like. They project out. So they're, they're really great at identifying the short-term and the long-term effects of dividing property. But even even more than that, they look at the taxes, and I think tax bombs are one one of my number one pet peeves. Mm-hmm. When um, a client is blindsided by a taxable event in a divorce settlement, I think to myself, who's responsible for not resourcing that mm-hmm. client properly? Because that is like the worst uh, financial crisis that you can endure after you've already been 
through the divorce and you think the worst is behind you and then go and file your tax return the following year and somebody overlooked a taxable consequence in your settlement. And those are surprises you don't need. And they're made every day, even by attorneys. Mm -hmm. Some attorneys are not... again, it's not necessarily their job. Exactly. And if they didn't resource it to a financial expert or a certified public accountant for review, they may not even have been aware. Or oftentimes I've found, and this is uh, dealing with the family home, is that you actually need to be preventative. You need to do prior tax planning before you even decide what to do with the family home because there are certain maneuvers relative to the tax code that you can harness to actually mitigate the the taxable consequences when you're dividing property or selling property when you're in a divorce. And it actually says in the tax publication, number 523, for divorcing spouses. I mean, it writes it specifically for divorce. And if the person preparing your marital settlement agreement hasn't identified those opportunities for you, you're just going to get a tax bill. You could have prevented some things, and a certified divorce financial analyst can help identify that. And so speaking of the family home, say there's a lot of equity in the family home, and in order to get divorced and and separate the community property of that, you might need to do uh, pull some of that equity out. It might be very challenging under today's guidelines to get a refinance done in one person's name. But there are certified divorce lending professionals that provide insight on mortgage financing opportunities relative to divorce. Wow, I did not know that. Can you believe it? And there's actually FHA guidelines that speak to divorce. And if you were to walk Mm -hmm. into, say, Bank of America, you've been banking there for years, walk up and see the person that does the loans and say, I'm getting divorced and I need to pull some equity out of my property and get some cash out and, and maybe do a refinance. And they look at your guidelines and your income and they're, they'll probably say, I'm sorry, you know, as a solo person, you don't really qualify. You need to be married for this. And um, you go to a divorce um, professional and they may identify financing options that are out there under other guidelines. So there, there, it sounds like there really are a lot of options and resources out there, but without an expert guiding you through, there's no way you're going to be able to find that on your own. No. I mean, what would you Google? Uh, divorce professionals? Or, mm, I mean, yeah. how, how would you even know? If, if you don't start at the gate with somebody resourcing you properly, we're talking about missed opportunities. We're talking about the difference between maybe financially stable and financially unstable. I mean, it could, it could, it could go that quick. I mean, I have, a, I have a personal experience in a property I'll share really, really quick, which is um, we separated our properties up, and my ex took a property. It was a rental property, and he moved back into it. Then all of a sudden he's getting married, and he decides, well, the person he's marrying decides she doesn't want to live there. I get a call. Would I like the property back? And I'm thinking to myself, Yes, I I would love to live there. I'll take it back. So he signed the deed over to me, and when he did so, I didn't realize that the mortgage payment was four months behind. And then also, I and because I had to catch it up, I had to short sell it shortly thereafter because it just took too much of my financial reserves. And when I did that, I got a tax bill because I didn't live in it for two of the last five years, so I had capital gains issues. So, so in other that, words, it was a disaster that could was, have been avoided. 
Absolutely. And here I'm a real estate professional, and I've done everything clean and wonderful through the divorce process. One decision without digging deeper blindsided me and cost me severe financial consequence. And that was at the tail end of my divorce. And so I could have strategically left him on title, did a short sale, and been able to wipe out 100% of the capital gains. So unless you're working, and I'm also certified as a forensic real estate divorce strategist. So, so using my divorce, um, my divorce coaching skills, I work with couples separating the housing component. And if you if you look at it and strategize the option up front and and work with the tax laws and carry the title proper, properly and everything, you can actually mitigate some of the taxes. So I just say. Until you don't, until you know what you don't know, um, yeah, and you're not resourced properly by, by the attorney who says, okay, Sally says she wants the house, and that's good enough for me. Does right. Sally does Sally know what Sally's getting into? Yeah, Sally doesn't Maybe. know. It's a little overwhelming, I can imagine. So, um, you're yeah. giving us so much information, Cheryl. I appreciate it so much. But we uh, we need to take another short break. Um, and we'll be listening to a bit of Paul Simon before we come back with more valuable tips from Cheryl Nielsen. We'll be right back. The problem is all inside your head, she said to me. The answer is easy if you take it logically. I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you, like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again? hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. 
Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking today with my guest, Cheryl Nielsen, who's telling us and teaching us all about divorce specialists that you may not know about. And it sounds like um, it's there's just a tremendous amount of information out there, and you need a guide to help you get it, which is what a divorce coach is. I, I know there's one, one more um, financial specialist we wanted to mention before we go to the emotional side. Uh, Cheryl, do you want yes. to talk about that? Sure. So um, the last one on my list I wanted to bring up is a forensic accountant. And this is an accountant that can find assets that the client or the spouse is unaware of or simply because he didn't um, handle the financial affairs in the marriage. Uh, Sometimes they find things that even one of the parties didn't remember because they didn't keep accurate records. It could be unintentional, but we really just want to make sure that full discovery and everything is is transparent. Um, And a forensic accountant can search for, you know, assets and income, perform tracing rules to determine uh, separate property from community property, and they can also go to court and testify to their findings. Right, right. I mean, I I know I've worked with several people who've, who've needed to use a forensic accountant, and it seems like every time it's been very beneficial. It's expensive, mm-hmm. but it's very helpful. Yeah, you it's can leave a lot of money on the table that you didn't know about, perhaps. It's more expensive not to use it, I think. There you go. As a I agree. So let's switch gears a little bit, if we if we may, here a bit, um, Cheryl, and talk about creating a nurturing plan. Let's talk about the internal world rather than the external. Yes, because we know we can we can leave the the divorce professionals to take care of the business of divorce, right? So we can right. take care of take care of ourselves, and this would be our physical, emotional, and spiritual well being. And I like to call it a nurturing plan because mm-hmm. it's it's a commitment. It's a commitment you make to yourself to maintain uh, your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And I believe it's the ultimate uh, self-care that you can give yourself. And it needs to be put on your to-do list as your first priority, as we talked about. And what goes into it is essentially just making a list and because if you're busy and you you have these daunting tasks and everybody wants your attention, your attention may fall away from taking care of some of your basic needs. Right. And it's really easy to do. So um, if you have a checklist and you've identified the minimum baseline that you want to maintain on a regular basis, you can see when you're fall, kind of falling away and mm-hmm. kind of get back on track. You And it's kind of a preventative care, too, because a lot of people wait till they're broken down, and then they say, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I've ran myself into the ground now. I guess I better do something. So right, then, or they're exhausted, or they've yeah. lost a lot of weight or gained a lot of weight, or, you know, I mean, even sometimes basic things that when people get overwhelmed, they forget to eat lunch, or it's like, exactly. oh, I'll just have, uh, you know, a snack. They start cutting corners, and Mm -hmm. they don't realize that it's adding up and having a cumulative effect. And it sounds silly to remind somebody about basic human needs, but, um, you know, I'll just go into some of the ones I I think are really good for a list, and, of Mm -hmm. course, everybody's list is going to be different. But, you know, one of the most important things we can do for ourselves is to get enough sleep. You know, we've, we've heard it before, but a lack of sleep, 
you know, it can lead to depression or you can't think clearly and you need to have all of your brain, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, getting enough sleep. And and if you are having trouble relaxing and, and uh, quieting your mind so you can get into a, a peaceful state to, to relax and get to sleep, um, try taking a warm bath before bedtime, you know, aromatherapy, maybe some music, candles, quieting your mind. Um, really good the, sleep hygiene is what you're yeah, talking Yeah, good about. sleep hygiene to get you into the mode and the mood of sleep and embrace sleep and try to get the, the amount of sleep that you require, and that'll, that'll carry you. And you mentioned, like, snacking and grabbing things to eat. It's mm-hmm. so true, but keep a lot of healthy snacks you know, around, you know, Mm -hmm. snack on fruits and whole foods and, you know, vegetables. And one of the things I do is, um, you know, I'll run into one of those juice bars, Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, a juice counter where it's, you know, pressed juices and get one that has a lot of greens in it so I can just, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. boost my system. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that stuff goes right to your bloodstream and just gives you a quick boost and a lot of nutrition. So you can incorporate that as just like an added added thing that you do. And, and especially uh, if you're feeding the kids, you have to feed yourself too. You absolutely. Know, it's like I mean, don't just put food kids. down for the kids and, you know, go, you know, research something on the Internet. Exactly. I mean, this is for the whole family. I mean, um, you might cut corners for yourself. You're taking care of the kids. But there's things that you can do together as a family to take care. I mean, Definitely, mm-hmm. you can make it fun, you know, juicing things at home or, you know, getting vegetables and incorporating that. And then also supplement, maybe just taking an extra vitamin supplement with, like, B vitamins because that's great for stress um, mm-hmm. and, and staying hydrated. I remember when I was going through divorce and I thought to myself, I don't think I've drank any water for, like, two or three days. And mm. I'm, I'm wondering why I'm not feeling that, I, you know, drink coffee, which isn't great, you know, for the caffeine, but then, um, and now there's a lot of cool products out there like coconut waters and, you know, things that have a lot of essential electrolytes that are really great for hydration, Mm -hmm. and and the other thing is, is, you know, when we get stressed, um, we forget to move our bodies, right, and Mm -hmm. we start cutting back on being physically active, Um, again, not thinking we have time for it. But at a minimum, you know, stretching out before, say, you go to bed or taking a light walk, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe popping and, in a yoga, you know, DVD or something. Right. And, you know, people can take the kids for a walk or, you know, uh, ride bikes together or things that are easy to do in the neighborhood, maybe, that don't cost any extra money. Exactly. You know, because a, a lot of times I know it gets stressful that... Even if maybe there's plenty of money coming, sometimes through the process, there's not plenty of money. And, yes, and pe- yes. people have to be really mindful of that and they feel like they have to be careful because they don't know when they're going to get their settlement or they don't know when they're going to finally get hired on and they haven't worked in 10 years or those kinds of things. So, Absolutely. They need to be low cost. And then if you do have the extra funds and you can take your care up a notch, you know, but right. but these, these baseline cares are easy and accessible. And you're right. I have on my list, like, you could join a YMCA, which is really low cost. I mean, this is like mm-hmm. a community center that has programs for kids and adults. Mm-hmm. And you can have that for next to nothing. And there's right. also um, meetup.com. Are you familiar? Yes. Uh-huh. There are lots of yeah. meetups. 
you yeah. know, that are, and those don't cost anything usually. Exactly. There could be like a hiking meetup or some sort of activity, um, you know, around uh, getting together, I don't know, animals or mm-hmm. something like Any that. Acti- yeah. Anything you like, there's a meetup for it, I think. Exactly, what your interests are. And you could you could have fun with it, you know, with the family or, you know, just uh, because the kids, you know, they're they're being impacted and they want, you want to normalize their life and, and they have the same needs. And and definitely this, this is the same for the kids. I mean, if you have to have a nurture plan for the kids, <laughs> you know, right. by, all, by all means. Um, and the, the neat thing about exercise, I, I just want to point out, and, um, you know, exercise saved me during my divorce. I did get really depressed, and I was seeing a therapist, and I didn't want to be medicated. And he just asked me point blank, he said, Cheryl, will you make a commitment to me today? Would you commit to 20 minutes of exercise and just come back next week and tell me how you feel. Mm-hmm. And so I had, I had a girlfriend. She was taking this exercise class, and she invited me. And I went, and um, it was hard. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to hang in there. And then right about the second week, everything just changed, and the mm-hmm. endorphins kicked in, and my whole mental state, it just and I read online that the receptors in your brain can actually reduce um, the perception of pain, mm-hmm. you know, and, and endorphins trigger a positive feeling in the body. Mm-hmm. So talk about giving yourself a boost and, and taking care of your mind. Just a walk. If you have a dog, you know, you can walk the dog, go to the park, like you said. Um, just move your body. Walking at a minimum 20 minutes a day would be great. Right. And, And, you know, I think sometimes women can help each other. I mean, I'm sure there are ways um, for men to do the same, but I often encourage moms to, like, share with other moms. Like, you you take my kids for a couple hours, I'll watch your kids, you know, next week for a couple of hours. And even if you just have an hour to yourself to take care of your own needs during that time. And mm-hmm. even if you don't do anything, even if you just take a, a hot shower or, yeah. or, you know, walk around the block, you know, those are resources that can be developed. And again, they don't cost anything. And and every mom knows, okay, you need a little break here. So it's not mm-hmm. usually a big deal. You got a couple of kids, you just take in a couple more, big deal. Exactly. You know what? I think I've seen on Meetup where they have like mom's groups and, mm-hmm. They do have kind of that shared shared uh, situation, and that is so perfect. I'm that is just a yeah, perfect idea. It's out there, you know. You just have to seek it out. Yes, and it, it reminds me of another point about not being afraid to ask for help. Mm. You know, um, a lot of times people are are shy about or reluctant to ask for help. But certainly in stressful times, it is the time to say, hey, you know, can you help me out with this? And, you know, if people love you and they're your friends, of course they will, because wouldn't you do it for them as well? So if you can just take a deep breath and step forward to say, oh, by the way, I need this. And if your kids are in activities like scouting or team sports teams, a lot of times those moms and dads really rally around when there's a crisis in a family. So Absolutely. don't be shy. Yeah, reach out to your own community, right? And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you kind of got to, it really teaches you not to be an island divorce. It's like right. you can't, you, it takes a village and you got to get over it. And if you're already that type of person that doesn't ask for help, you got to get over it fast and mm-hmm. just do it. And you're right. You've got the community probably already there. And, and a lot of times you find out who your friends are. And That's for sure. Who your friends aren't. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. And and sometimes there are surprises and yes. and you know that can that can add to the stress, but at least then you know. And and I always figure if somebody's not my friend, the sooner I figure it out the better. Indeed. Oh gosh, it's such a cleansing process, divorce, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's uh, it's really like, interesting. Yeah, like you said, it's an opportunity to realign with one's authentic self and oftentimes to rediscover who, who they really are. If they or or may may not even be rediscovered, may just be discovered for the first time. So, so true. Um, you can yeah. Once again, we're getting ready to take a break. So we'll be right back with my guest today, Cheryl Nielsen. We'll be right back. Problem is all inside your head, she said to me. The answer is easy if you take it logically. I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking today with my guest expert, Cheryl Nielsen, who's teaching us about the process of divorce coaching and how one should take good care of yourself, mind, body, spirit, in all ways, um, through this often difficult process. So you can be the best you can be, even in divorce. And before um, we 
go any further, Cheryl, I want to make sure people know how to find you. If people want more information about your work, where where can they find you? Okay, they can find me on my website, and um, it's Meritage Divorce. Um, I like to say Meritage. It sounds better, but let me spell it. It's M-E-R-I-T-A-G-E Divorce.com. So everything that I do is there, my contact information, and Facebook and Twitter and all that. Okay, great. And your book is available? On Amazon. Okay, and is there a link on your website that, that yes. takes people there? Okay. Absolutely, and a little um, section for the book and some more information on it. Well, thank you so much. You've shared so much information with us today, and, and I know I've learned a lot about the resources that, that are out there of which I was unaware, so I really appreciate great. that. Um, so let's, let's wrap up a little bit, if we may, about some of the spiritual and emotional needs that, that you think are important to address. Okay, absolutely. Um, in the emotional area, um, you know, I say consider adding a therapist in the beginning of your divorce because you're going to be experiencing emotions and feelings that you may have never had before. And divorce opens you up to other areas, too, because oftentimes when you're going through divorce, other areas that are not healed behind the divorce can come up and present themselves. And you're just like, wow, wait, where is this coming from, right? And like, You mean like earlier losses or abandonment yeah. or those kinds of things? Yes. I think they magnify, wouldn't you say? I mean, you tell me. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going through divorce and, and issues... I'm experiencing uh, issues that were like in my childhood are coming forward Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. intensifying the pain that I'm going through because they're hitting on old wounds and they're, they're coming up and I've got so much to process and I'm realizing that I have a lot of unresolved childhood issues and unresolved pain. Right. I think certainly that's true. And goodbyes in life are really important and we want to make it a good bye. And we yeah. don't always have the chance to do that, especially in childhood. But if if we don't have those goodbyes, if we have a lot of loss or pain or sadness that was not healed, absolutely it's going to reactivate it. Mm-hmm. And it takes a professional to walk you through and understand what you're experiencing because, you know, you can think that you're going a little cuckoo and mm-hmm. and uh, you need somebody to normalize it and and, and uh tell you how you can work on that and, like you say, have good, I don't want to use the word closure necessarily, but um, you don't want things left unresolved mm-hmm. that just stay with you and move forward in your life. Right, right, absolutely. And, and um, you know, I know you you consider, like, the the idea of meditation or prayer or whatever regular spiritual practices is as important as well. Yeah, I mean, if you already have a spiritual practice, it it definitely, you know, needs to stay in place. I mean, don't uh, skip skip your spiritual days or your community. I mean, uh, definitely stay in touch with that. If you don't have a spiritual community or a spiritual practice, um, there are simple things that you can do to connect with your spirit and, and that will calm you. And that, that can be something as simple as learning to quiet your mind because... 
oftentimes people chew on their divorce story and, you know, they go into the I could have and he did this and, and I did that. And it's just a matter of just stepping outside your mind and, and just letting yourself be where you're at and, and be mindful that there are things around you that are still very, very good and you, you still have to experience, you know, living and being without having your whole brain taken over by chatter. So right. something, some form of exercise, uh, meditation is good because that teaches you to calm your mind. Um, it right, could be and I, I know a few weeks ago, we, uh, one of my guests was Dina Proctor, and she taught us how to, as she goes from hell to, she went from hell to happy in, in nine minutes a day. And we can all manage three minutes at a time, which is what she teaches people how to do. And we can all do three minutes. So if, if you're in the midst of a crisis or whatever it is, and you can carve out your three minutes, that's where you get started. It doesn't yeah. have to be huge. Right. You don't have to be a master meditator for like an right. hour and you never have a thought in your mind again. <laughs> it's, just, mm-hmm. it's just little exercises that give you a break that just, because it's taking a lot of energy, isn't it, to have that internal dialogue. It's, it's draining your emotional reserves. It's, 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 you're, you're not clear on your thinking and you want to step away from it. So you, you've got to have a little tool. And the other thing, like you're at work and you become overwhelmed or maybe feel anxious you know, just your breathing, because how much, I mean, a lot of us hold our, you know, old air in there, you know, shallow breathing, mm-hmm. and we, have, mm-hmm. we need to detox those, the, the air and the, and the emotions behind it. And you can just become quiet for three minutes, even at work. Nobody's watching, right? Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. breathe in your chair or whatever you're doing and stay calm. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, you, can, you are a conscious creator, so you don't want the chatting in your mind to to be the voice of the day you want you want your conscious mind to create your own reality a lot of that subconscious chatter that goes on behind the scenes is just based off fear fear based or it may not even be you know reality it can be anything right yeah it's usually not reality it's worry or stress and and sometimes when we're in situations that seem really stressful or really overwhelming it's important to remember the one thing we can control is our thoughts there you go And so that's what you can focus on and say okay you know i may not something may be out of control or this isn't working or whatever it is but i can control my thoughts because that controls my day Exactly, and all this new scientific discovery around neuroscience and how the brain mm-hmm. wires, every thought you tell your brain, you know, wires it in. So you can use this preventatively to where you don't wire in so much negativity to your brain. And then right. what I say, create the divorce brain <laughs> or exactly. create the divorce yeah. program, you know, that you, you know, ever seen people that just keep talking about their divorce and the same, same tape and and record player, you know, is, is playing the same record over and over for, for a long time. That's, right. just, that's just what they hardwired in their brain as their divorce program. But you can consciously create your own story and choose how you want to file your divorce away in your brain, but you have to be preventative about it and, and exactly. tell your brain what, what, what it's going to know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And once again, I really uh, thank you for your wisdom and your knowledge today, Cheryl. It's been very interesting, and I've learned a lot. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. 
Great. It's my privilege. And I hope you will all join me next week when my guest will once again be Reverend Jeanette Freeman as she returns to talk to us about love and how love is the answer. So we're going to go from being your best to divorce to love. And I leave you today with the following words. Anyone can give up. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. But to hold it together when everyone else would understand if you fell apart, that's true strength. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week.